0: and welcome to the Sustainable
1: Socials Podcast. I'm A.K. Mulford. And I'm Anne Kapp. We're here to help you grow your online community, develop holistic strategies for your brand, avoid social media burnout, and simply have more fun. Join us each week for a deep dive discussion into the world of social media and marketing mindset as a whole. If you want even
0: more social media and marketing support, join our community at patreon.com slash sustainable socials. Hello. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we have, we're, this is going to be a giggly episode.
1: <laughs> PR and laughs. Come on. We're just making each other laugh. laugh. We are. Thanks. Having awesome. a good day. Good day of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Hi, my beautiful friend. Hey. How are you? I am very well. How are you? Good. I am really good. I am... I love that we're talking about PR this month because mm-hmm. it actually gotten me excited about PR for the first time in a long time <laughs> to, to talk about it because it's one of those things that for me, um, I had done it for so long, that when I stepped away from it, I kind of tucked a lot of the knowledge we've been chatting about around this topic away. And so to kind of like reinvigorate it and bring it back up, it's just, yeah, I've gotten really excited about PR again. Timing is good with um yes,
0: it's perfect. I mean, like you're the PR guru. You used to have a business mm-hmm. doing it, and I'm kind of just fly by the seat of my pants <laughs> figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> <A> PR person. <laughs> so I'm excited <laughs> for you to be like I'm I'm here in the learning seat, and I'm <laughs> excited for you to <laughs> be taking us through this.
1: <laughs> All the things I've learned. Well, today we're gonna chat about the second part of that PR journey, because last time when we kind of introduced it, and we got to look at my notes, it was about what PR is compared to marketing, but then also looking at the different ways that you can spread your PR out there, you know, with events and press and social media, et cetera, and the different ways that we look at it. But today I'm going to talk about how you can be prepared as well as how we have to be realistic with our expectations. Cause that mm-hmm. is a conversation that I think gets forgotten a lot of times because everybody's so excited when they sit down to do PR. The author is gonna be excited, the publicist is excited because they're getting to know you. Um, I know uh, the beginning meetings were always my personal favorites because you're literally, it's like a date. You're sitting down with somebody and you're like gleaning information and pulling stuff out of them. So you can walk away as a publicist and create a story to take out to the people to, you know, get your campaign going. Um, but inevitably before I left that conversation with the client, I had to sit down and talk about what their expectation is compared to what it really, the reality is, because um, a lot of times people hear PR and they're like, amazing, I'm going to be on Oprah. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all plan our Oprah interviews in our heads? <laughs> I mean, Oprah. I don't, I, mean, I could never. Even I, scale. I If I was invited,
1: I'd say no, because I would just be shaking like a chihuahua. I don't know, I'd want to hang out with her and Gail at the same time because that friendship that the two of them have is so epic to me i, I just I love it <laughs> you know, you can go hang out with Oprah and That's exactly I think that it, happen It's done <laughs> done deal. We're all gonna be in Sydney at the same time I've decided,
0: but now it's so uh, talking about like prepping for yes. PM, uh what can like? If I, so I have a book launch coming up, like this is probably something I should be like, I'm thinking about not even the one I have next week, but like uh, the one that I have six months from now. Yeah. Um. Like we're about to have, you know, marketing and PR meetings. Like what should I be showing up, bringing to the table, like ready to go with, to be prepared for that?
1: First thing is to know what your goal is. What is your goal? going to be for the outcome of that particular launch because every launch book launch product launch consumer launch every launch has a different goal you know when you come up with your first book it looks a lot different than the third book and especially if it's in a series that first one in the series looks a lot different from the fourth one in the series so you want to know your goal of what you want to accomplish for yourself But then you're also in a unique position that you are showing up as an author with a publicist that you're working with as part of your publishing house. Correct. Right. So they're going to have some goals, probably they're going to want to hit. So you're in a unique spot where you're going to have to make sure goals are matching so that you're all kind of doing complementary things to reach that together. Um, Yeah. If you're the indie author that you're bringing a publicist in, same thing, but you almost have to, you, again, set same, like you're going to have a goal that you're going to share with that publicist and go, this is what I want. I want my first book to do this, 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 you know, giving your KPI, your key performance indicators. Um, this is what I really want to see happen. Mm-hmm. And then developing a strategy around that that it's going to include your brand, sticking to your brand and its relevancy. You also want to make sure you don't have any, you want to have boundaries up to tell your publicist, this is what I will do. This is what I won't. Um, these are the interviews I will do. These are the interviews I don't want to do. These are the questions I will answer. These are the ones I don't want because a lot of, if you're paying for a publicist, ask us to be your wall. You want to be a buffer to, you know, get those questions for you ahead of time. I've gotten questions for clients in the past and I've struck two or three rewritten what I think they should be and sent it back and worked with the publication. Um, Mm You know, a lot of publicists actually have journalism experience, which is super interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I think it's just, you know, I think communications, it just attracts a certain type of person. And usually, you know, as a former journalist, I was able to work well with those publicists or the, the other person, the other journalist <laughs> acting as a publicist in order to get those questions right for my client. Um, because a lot of times too, you know, so a journalist will be sending questions to you or they'll be looking at something and they're looking at it in a broader way where you can niche it down and make that interview really work for you to move the needle in whatever direction it is. It might be about mm-hmm steering people to your newsletter it could be buy the book buy the book online or are we steering them to a physical store so again knowing those goals and having having them all lined up
0: and so what what about indie authors who can't work with a publicist like what could they be doing to like prepare to do some publicity for themselves kind of like being their own
1: publicists i would Let's see. I would first. I'm going to use myself as an example, because I I almost would want to talk to the person about their genre and who they are and what they're comfortable Mm -hmm. with before yeah. you can say, because again, it, it is looks a- so different for different people. I- everybody, you know, cause you could put two people that write the same genre or doing the exact same thing together and go, what do you want out of your PR? And yeah. you'll have two different answers more than likely. Um, mm-hmm. my first book, when I started writing it, I knew I was going to want to do PR and marketing and I was actually laid off at the time. And so I knew I was going to have no money to do what I wanted to do. So I contacted a newspaper that I had worked for coming out of high school as a journalist and said, Hey, I am single living in Los Angeles and have just been laid off from my job, but I'm living on an Island in the Caribbean and writing a book and going back to college. Maybe I could write a weekly column and I got one. <laughs> so, so I love can, that. Like go ask for what you want and just the worst they can do is say no. Um
0: I've definitely I, had that happen with like, I mean, for me, I never worked with a publicist like with any of my indie books. And um, you know, like saying to blogs, like, oh, do you want someone to write an article about this yes, thing? You, exactly. you know, like, are these, you know, um, I could curate a list for example, you know, bartering that. Um Although I didn't do that much of that because it was so mentally exhausting to me. But one of the things I did do a lot was like, I was always keen for a conversation with anyone. So I would be like, any influencer, any person on social media, do you want to go live? We'll have a conversation together. Like, let's have a chat about our books. I was always, like, keen to have a conversation. Anybody who wanted a guest on their podcast, I was down. You know, like, I was ready always to have a conversation with anyone. And that was, like, kind of the PR that I was most comfortable with was, like, these chats and conversations um, more than, like, any other form and a little bit of, like, the blogs and stuff. Um, But that's kind of what I leaned into the most when with my first two books. Yeah.
1: And I think it makes sense because, you know, I think about my agent and publishers and different people I've worked with over the years. And the first thing they think of, they go, okay, write a guest post, do this. And it's like, but we're already writing a book and doing all these out and writing. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to also do a guest post. So use that one sparingly. I feel, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's one that you use. If you know, you're getting a guest post somewhere that you really want to make an impact, but if it's just for the, Oh my God, my dog is eating my arm. Sorry. (laughs) I keep trying to be cold out. So
0: admirably, but yeah, I totally, I'll
1: care. I'll carry on. Uh, I totally
0: agree though, that like, I, I can do one or two articles per book,
1: you know, like
0: that's all I have in me. Really. I'm, I'm terrible at writing nonfiction. It is just not something that comes organically to my brain. so. I, I don't want that to be like my biggest content marketing plan, you know, for books. I would much rather just like have a chat with people about things. Um, So if I can bring another form of entertainment to whatever their business is through
1: like chatting <laughs> and stuff, then I will do that instead. So, yeah. And PR too, it's like, it's about getting your name out there. And so I think one of the best ways that you can start is... Social media, and if you're a newbie author, you're going to either find other newbies, or you probably are getting into Facebook groups, or you're finding people on Instagram or on TikTok. Um, I would recommend collaborating with a group of authors, even if it's for like, hey, let's all pitch in an ebook, and we're going to do a giveaway, and everyone has to follow us in order to do that. And I tell you, that is a an effective, tried and true way to spread your reach while also meeting new readers and new people. Um, and also you're in your community. So you're getting to know these other authors, which is really interesting. And yeah, it's... giveaways is such a good one.
0: Yeah, it really I'm, I'm almost always down for giveaways. I'm like, cool, sure, I'll do it. Um, or like the book funnel ones, you know, like newsletter builders, those sorts of things, swapping with people. Collaborating on giveaways is such a a great easy one, you know, to get some more eyeballs on your books. And Um, if
1: you know, like, of like, I you know, um, the newspaper here they don't do it any longer, but um, the Dominion Post in Wellington used to have a page, and on that page was a little spot where people would do giveaways. And the thing is, when you would do a giveaway with them you might do a giveaway to give away something. that's like 10 or 15 dollars. So you're giving away a book or two, but they're getting emails and having people, you're getting your name out there in their physical newspaper. But then you also get added to the app, to their website, to so then your name's going into Google and all of this stuff helps your SEO. So pay attention to your local newspapers. Um, see if they have anything that you can submit yourself for. Or if you know somebody, if your town's small, or you happen to be in the marketing scheme of things, pick up the phone and call an editor or somebody at a magazine and, hey, who does this? You know, I want to give away, a, you know, you've got a chicklet book, or if you've got like a really epic fiction book and we're coming up on a time of year, like find a way to position your book um, so that it's yummy for the editor that you're giving it to. Mm-hmm. Um Like, I'm just trying to think like, if it was you, Allie, I would be taking like a fantasy book and we would put together like a fantasy basket, but I would also make sure I had a phone call with that editor before walking the basket into them or having it hand delivered with presents and, you know, these things like to make a splash, but do you want to do that all the time? No, because that's that expectation versus reality. We don't have enough money because that it costs a lot and it takes time to put all that together as well a lot of time
0: that might be like something you might want to do once exactly or something you know or once the for the first book in every series or something you know um or if you have more time and energy or that is something that like brings you joy or is fun or maybe you have an assistant doing like it really depends i feel like so much of it depends on how much money you have how much energy you have how much help you have you know and how many books you have coming out (laughs) because like if you have six books a year coming out or more like you're not doing that for every
1: book (laughs) you can't yeah you definitely you can't you can't but yeah with with pr like having that um Community, like that was the other thing about it. Like, it all comes back to community, it mm-hmm. always comes back mm-hmm. to freaking community people because you end up meeting people that you then start to work with. Like, I think of um, Cassenia, who's an editor of a magazine here, who we've had on this podcast talking yes. about us. And I know Cassenia because of clients of mine in health and wellness and beauty that we worked with. But it led to a conversation with her over lockdown when nobody was working in New Zealand um, going, hey, I think I just brought up my book, one of my books, And said, you know, I'm in this group with these romance writers around New Zealand. And I ended up helping her to go. We called some books and grabbed some. And she put together her own edit of books for summer reading. And got about six of us really nice. Like she read our books and gave reviews and put it in the magazine online and in the print edition. And that's because she was in my community. And I had that thing of like, I thought, like, who could I reach out to to try to put something together? but you yeah. want to show up and be able to do it. Like I showed up and solved a problem for Ksenia because at that time to the conversation, she was talking about needing content. Journalists, editors are always looking for content. They have exactly, online yeah. as well as print that they have to deal with now. And online is just they content, 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 content. They want to get as much as possible. And if you can show up and deliver a story to them, hey, you know, I've I found a way to like tie this up in a beautiful package with a pretty bow and give this to you. All you have to do now is to take this story and print it. Mm-hmm. They they thank you. So show up and being bringing something of value comes back to yes. the newsletter. <laughs> all, exactly. Yes, it all works together. <laughs> and so you also wanted to talk
0: a little bit about like regulating expectations. So yeah. like, what does that mean for PR?
1: Mm. expect nothing yeah exactly (laughs) you need to expect nothing you're going to hold hope that you're going to get that interview with oprah but you're not going to expect yes Yes. you're going to hold hope this thing is going to happen but you can't expect it because pr again if you're paying your publicist we're going out and trying to get based on our relationships and on the things that we know and the power of our own persuasion to get you into different pieces of press. Yes. I have had it where I have been walking out the door of my house Getting in the car to go into town to meet a client who is about to be interviewed, where we have set up a yoga studio for all of these people to come in for an interview. And that was the week that Parliament dropped the budget, which, if you live in New Zealand or Australia, I think you know when it's budget time, everything stops. News is yeah. all about the budget, it's just about the budget. And literally for seven days, it was all about the budget. And yes. we didn't get a chance to get in there with anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, I feel like it's, there's some marketing and like tactics that are very much like um, targeted and very specific and you expect to like kind of a rate of return on them. Uh, And then there's other things that are kind of like you're throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping some will stick, you know, it's like, you're going to be strategic with the people that you contact and what you do. But like, They you might not get anything back from that, and that's why it's like you do have to kind of do the energy allocation budget in your brain of like like, how much, how many blogs am I willing to contact? How many newspapers am I willing to contact? You know, it's like is this even something I want to do at all? Like, you don't have to do any of that, you know? So, it's like, um, that's that's a question I think a lot of people need to ask themselves is like how much are they willing to do? Are they okay with the fact that like they might not? had any bites, you know
1: yeah and i think to get coming back to your goal because the goal is what the strategy for the campaign gets based on because ideally mm-hmm. you know you're six months away from that book coming out that's enough time for you to have a strategy of something happening each month coming up to whatever mm-hmm. that goal is for that month six depending on what you have but um, definitely, you can't, you just can't have expectation with any of it. You just have to kind of go in for it, hoping for the best with all honesty, because things yeah. do happen. But but that also being said, any publicist worth their metal is going to be able to say, this is what I can do for you. And they're not going to oversell themselves. Mm-hmm. they are Publicists are. We want to show up for you, but I would rather wow you after the fact and have you go like, "I didn't expect that," so I can be like, "Yeah, me neither." But seriously, that's like that. Yeah, but look at what we did. Yeah, there's so much going on under the surface, and again, a lot of things you can't control. An election comes up. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. like everything. There are certain times of year that press just stops. Um, Yeah. Yeah, if you can. Get... I feel like
0: we should. We need like a whole episode too on like how to spot like publicity scams because there's oh so, God, so many of them
1: in the indie author world. And they so... comment at you through like in DMs. I can't remember if I've talked to you about this or we've talked about it on the podcast, but I've had somebody emailing, not emailing, but DMing through Instagram and aggressively about paying 500, no, $5,000 to be an LA magazine, Los Angeles magazine, which there is a Los Angeles magazine and it's a great magazine, but they're like, you know, you'll be one of the books of summer. Okay. Hey, I don't want to pay to be told for you to do that. I want people to actually like my book and to declare it a, of summer, <laughs> pay somebody 5,000 bucks. <laughs> if I've got 5,000 bucks, I'm going to buy myself oh, a green ticket to money. the States. <laughs> you know, i on. Pretty
0: much every day I get a message of like, if you pay this much, we'll feature you to our millions of whoever's and, yeah. you
1: know. Now there are people that are using real publications and they're scamming or they're making up a publication and they're scamming. So yeah, it's <laughs> like, if someone DMs you for your business. And their first DM isn't, I would love to meet up with you for a coffee so I can show you what I can do for you. Then yeah. No, because they're yeah. coming in trying to trick you.
0: <laughs> and trying- if you can't find like a bunch of other people who can vouch for them, like this is why like it's the finding your community is so valuable too. you know. Because you want to be able to be like, like, I have people message me about like my agent or like different people I've worked with being like, hey, what do you think of this person? Yeah, I'm looking at being represented by them, too, you know, and it's like, and I did that before I went with her. I was like messaging other authors being like, what do you think working with, you know, Jess and stuff? So it's like, I feel like that is so important too, but yeah, we could, we could go off on a whole big tangent about that. Like I have so many stories, (laughs) (laughs) but but just make the, like just putting a little red flag up for people of like being careful with who you're working with. Yeah.
1: The other thing too, with that whole, like being prepared and realistic is, and we touched on it a little bit last week, but the people expect that when they're hiring a publicist um, or a PR firm that things are going to get easier and they don't because of the fact that we're going to be coming to you going you know we need to get this we got to get your logos we've got to get your bios and like if you don't have stuff like that ready which ooh, wait flag that because we're going to come back to the bio before we hang up this call okay <laughs> caller hold on one second please um but no you should you We're sitting at photo shoots for headshots, just depending on what is needed. But then we also come to you and go, you might have to write the article, show up for the interview. Um, There are certain things that only you as the author who has all the knowledge in here can do where the publicist and the PR company can make that connection for you. Unfortunately, there is some of that hard work that you have to do because I've had people in the past have been like, I thought it was supposed to get easier, like it will, but there is a hump you have to cross in the beginning. Cause also once you start to know each other, just like a friendship, things start to change. Um, but go back to that little flag that I just raised. Um, another thing that you could be doing right now, even if you are not published, but you know, you're writing a book, get a headshot, write a bio. Yeah. Do those two things like those two things right there, because people are going to want and for your bio, you want a long bio, you want a medium bio, it's about a paragraph and you want a three sentence bio that gives the gist of who you are, because those are all little clips that will be used in different places. And just keeping a bio of different things. I have a bio for my professional life, for my author life, for my pen name. And then I also have the middle, like a mid grade one for each one's a couple paragraphs. And I will admit, I don't think any of them have like an easy three sentence one because I'm not an easy three sentence kind of gal. (laughs)
0: When I was first starting out,
1: um, I had a media kit on my website.
0: So I had like the whole, I had all the photos, all the bios of the different lengths. I had quotes. I had like a run sheet of what the book was and the links of where to get it and how much it cost. And I also had a sample page of questions and answers so that people could already know like if they wanted to lift something for an interview or something these are the things i can talk about and these are my answers um you are a dream <laughs> 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 star student
1: like, i get like for uh, and i don't have yeah, that anymore because
0: i didn't out. want to keep updating it for every book and i i have enough uh People grabbing things from me now. But exactly. um like, yeah, that I found that really helpful too, to be able to just grab and give to anyone and be like, look, here you go.
1: And a one sheet, like what you're talking about for your books. Yeah. That is something that I think in the beginning is good to do. The idea being you have a PA down the road that can help you create those one sheets if you are so that is the direction you were headed. But having a one sheet or even just having your books and then a list of what is in it, the tropes, the yummy, the, the the gist of the story, just something. So if somebody is reading it, it's going to interview you, they can kind of get the vibe very quickly if they have to.
0: Yeah, um,
1: totally. But yeah, as much information as you can have out there. But yeah, headshots um and a bio are very important. And also, too, and this is something that my agent, but also I have had publishers and agents tell me because the one thing that they will say. Um, it always happens with authors, which is hilarious. Get a good headshot, you guys. Invest the money to having a proper photo taken, or find a friend um, that this t- that, that has a be adult. Yeah, I had a friend, friend. take my photo. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think my last one. I mean first off living in Los Angeles, if you're in Los Angeles, yeah. and shy, <laughs> you've got a problem because <laughs> there are <laughs> photographers all over Southern California. Um, but even the f- iPhones these days, you can set up and take a really great picture of yourself. Clear photo, smiling, laughing. You don't even have to be looking at the camera. You can like trick yourself, be looking over here. Like the, ha, 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 I'm over here. I'm yeah. not to the side, laughing. And it's going to catch me at this angle, <laughs> you know? your picture I love the one that you use your headshot because you've got the plant in it I think we both have plants in our photos yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) although I'm debating like maybe getting a new one at some point like uh, updating every few years or something I don't look that young anymore Yes, you do. Stop I don't it! Don't look, look like look that look. person anymore. You do um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we shall see. Um, anyway, what else was I going to say? I think that is it. That we've covered a lot in this episode.
1: I'm looking and to see. This. We still have two more episodes on PR this month. We do. We are. What else are we talking about? This. Month? We're talking about working with influencers and. Yeah. We've got another one somewhere coming up. <laughs> we have it written down.
0: We'll let you know that. But thank you everyone for listening. And uh, yeah, hopefully this gives you a little bit more info on and you feel a little more confident to go out there and get some PR, what to expect. Yeah. And if you've
1: got questions, hit us in the comments. We love questions and happy to answer any of your questions about PR. Maybe do you have a PR kit? tell us if you've actually prepped one for yourself and what's in it, because maybe you've got something in your PR kit that we're not talking about. So let's hear. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for joining
0: us on the sustainable socials podcast. If you'd like even more social media and marketing support, mini coaching, one-on-one coaching, and a private online community, you can
1: join us at patreon.com slash sustainable socials